The first half is complete. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Another team you can trust is BYU tonight as they get the win 87-72 over Iowa State. And what's, what promised at the outset, as we talked about in the pregame, to be a very big battle between very liked, liked teams. Both teams coming in almost mere images of each other as far as ranking the numbers in the, in the nation, all, even defensive scoring numbers. But it was BYU who broke the mold and broke it in a big-time way, getting the 15-point victory over the Cyclones. And by the way, congratulations, Cougar fans. BYU has their first Big 12 win streak at two. They also get their first Big 12 home win as they take down the 24th-ranked Cyclones. By the way, another thing, big, big win for BYU by the numbers. Just taking a look at some numbers that go along with tonight's win. The win is a top 25 win. It is a quad one win. I don't believe that will change at any point during the season. Iowa State coming in as a top 10 ranked net team. They'll drop a little bit, but they're not going to drop out of that range where this isn't going to be a quad one win. My personal belief on that one. Just mentioned a uh, net top 10 win. These games make a huge difference on Selection Sunday here in about two months, a little bit over two months. When the Selection Committee looks at games and resume wins, this is a resume win for BYU. That Not just that they won, but they handled Iowa State. Yes, it's at home, but by the numbers, this looks great on a resume for BYU, especially in a Big 12 where these type of tough games go in night in and night out, and you'll see that coming up in just a second in the scoreboard. Also, BYU scores 87 points against the third-best scoring defense in the country as the Cyclones have been giving up just 58.4 points per game before tonight's game. In other words, you scored almost 30 more points on Iowa State than they had been given up coming into tonight's game. Huge win for BYU. Says a lot about the offense, what they're capable of doing, especially down two people in Trevenel and Fus Treor. We'll talk about that coming up next segment. More numbers from players and just impressive stats from the game. But first, another big number to know is the number 50. Because fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. There's that number on the app or at PapaJohns.com tomorrow. And receive 50% off pizza. 50. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Pizza's good. half price pizza, even better. Looking at some uh, scores from across the Big 12 first up. Not a great night for ranked road teams. In the Big 12, as TC, 19th-ranked TCU goes into the Queen City of Cincinnati, they fall 81-77 in OT. Cincy ends the game on a 6-2 run in the final two minutes of OT to get the upset. Trevian Ten- Tennyson leads the Frogs with 17 points, hitting on five of eight threes in the game. 
Ninth-ranked Baylor, another road-ranked team. They heading into Manhattan, Kansas to take on the Wildcats. Kansas State gets the 68-64 win in OT. Tyler Perry scores 18 points to lead the Wildcats in the win. Baylor's first Big 12 loss of the season. They dropped to 14-3 and 13-1 on the season. Kansas State, well, Kansas, they are the ranked team that did well on the road. They went into Stillwater. They beat Oklahoma State 90-66. to The Cowboys still struggling, still looking for their first Big 12 conference victory of the season. Looking at your top 25 scoreboard, second-ranked Purdue takes down the Hoosiers of Indiana 87-66. Zach Eady, 33 points and 14 boards for the Boilermaker big man in the win. Sixth-ranked Tennessee beats Florida 85-66. to Dalton Neck scores 39 points in 32 minutes of play in the game for the Volunteers. 11th-ranked Wisconsin falls by four at Penn State, 87-83. That's the Badgers' first Big Ten loss of the season. 21st-ranked Dayton, they down St. Louis 70-65. to Darren Holmes, the second. Darren Holmes, the second scores 29 and grabs 14 boards in the rim in the win there for the Dayton Flyers. One other top 25 game in action right now. The only other game on the night for in the top 25 as 16th ranked Utah State heading down to the pit in New Mexico to take on the Lobos. And right now the Lobos handling the Aggies. Six minutes left in the first half, and New Mexico's up 40-25 to on Utah State. Coming up next, we'll look at some notes and stats from this game. Your final score tonight, 87-72, BYU with the win over Iowa State. More Cougar Post Game Live coming your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU gets the victory over Iowa State tonight at the Marriott Center, 87-72. A two-game win streak in Big 12 play for the BYU Cougars. Have to check back in on Saturday to see if that extends to three couple of numbers and notes to be uh, uh, impressed about. At least I was impressed about tonight uh, for BYU. Uh, if it wasn't for the last couple of minutes, BYU would have won the free throw battle for the first time in Big 12 play. Last late couple of calls on the Iowa State end gives the Cyclones a 25-24 advantage in the free throw, uh, free throw numbers. But that's a big improvement for BYU. Just a, a note for you here. In the first three games of Big 12 play, versus Cincinnati, BYU was negative 14 from the free throw line as far as shots, free throw shots attempted. Baylor, they were negative 14. And at UCF, they were negative 16. So instead of negative double digits uh, for the free throw advantage for the opponent, just a minus one tonight for BYU. And a couple of those foul shots came late. So, hey, we'll call it a win for BYU. At least it was on the scoreboard. Looking at some of the big names that stepped up for BYU, obviously Greg talked about it with Mark just in that first segment of postgame. Mark and I talked about it in the pregame. The absence of Trevin Nell, who has been the almost like the centerpiece for this BYU offense, 
kind of that cool hand Luke character that you know what you're going to get from Trevin Knight in and night out. He's a shooter. He's a big part of this offense. Not available for BYU tonight. No Fusini Traore, which, yes, that's a depth concern for BYU at the bigs. Atiki Ali Atiki with some foul issues in the first couple of games. No Fus. You've got one less big body to bring off the bench. So who was going to step up? And in the pregame, we talked about it with Mark Durant, and he said Spencer Johnson and Noah Waterman really had to step up, and guess what? They did. Spencer Johnson, a career high tonight, after having 19 points in the first half, ends the game with 28 points on 10 of 16 shooting, 4 of 9 from 3, and just a really big game for Spencer, one rebound short of a double-double. Also stepping up, Noah Waterman, just a really good game by Noah Waterman. Not great shooting, he's 4 of 12, but he was always in the middle doing doing the dirty work. He only had 4 rebounds. But he was just a really big piece of this game. He had some really good defensive stops, a couple of blocks, and played some really good defense against the Iowa State bigs. Also, just a couple of notes here. Ali Khalifa, one of four from the field. Who cares? Nine rebounds, four assists. And a couple assists were, if you want to give a hockey assist at Khalifa, he would have been close to a double-double there because he was amazing. And this guy... Uh, I mean, look, we've seen it at this point now, Cougar Nation, that he is just fun to watch. But every every game, sitting there watching the game, there's one like, oh, my. Wow. That's a great pass. And I enjoy seeing that every night from Ali Khalifa. Richie Saunders was an absolute dog tonight. I mean, the guy was just doing the dirty work from the get-go. 12 points for Richie Saunders. Uh, two rebounds. Defensively doing a great job for Richie, being disruptive for the Cougars. And Dallin Hall, I was inter- I was interested as I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden I'm like, you know what, Dallin Hall's been really quiet tonight. So what do you do? You go to the box score, 11 points, 4 for 4 from the field, 3 for 3 from 3, not to mention 8 assists and 5 rebounds. Silent assassin, Dallin Hall on tonight's game as BYU gets to victory 87-72. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU gets the win tonight, a victory for the Cougars, 87-72. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. So welcome back courtside. BYU's Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live broadcast continues. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. And our special guest is Dallin Hall. Dallin part of BYU's 87-72 win over Iowa State tonight. And Dallin had a heck of a night. 11 points, made all of his shots from the field, including three for three from three, five rebounds, eight assists. Dallin, a lot of guys did a lot of good things. What a great team win for BYU tonight. Yeah, no, it's fun. We were playing the right brand of basketball for each other. Um, started hitting some shots. We, you know, we haven't been hitting a lot of the ones we usually do. And so it was a fun brand of basketball. And um, obviously the win is the best part, but it's good to, to play for each other. That's how we try and play. And, you know, it's, it's the, the kind of night when you need the all-hands-on-deck approach because Trevin's been playing so well. Didn't have him tonight, and Foose uh, was also having to sit tonight. So a uh, little bit of adversity for you guys to work through tonight. For sure, yeah. Um, definitely two really important players for us. Uh, the great thing about them is they're locked in, even if they're off the floor helping guys. 
And then the fun thing about this team is just there's so many people that are ready to step up and capable of stepping up. And so that's what you saw tonight. Um, it's just next guy up, uh, next guy up mentality on our team. And I feel like we shared the rock. And uh, Spencer obviously had a great night. And everyone else was chipping away doing the little things. And it's a fun brand of basketball. Yeah, great team performance. You were great, Dallin. What You have Iowa State coming in here, one of the top defensive teams in the country. What was kind of the approach and mindset coming into this one against those guys? Yeah, they're obviously a really talented defensive team, and we broke down some film about ways that they like to slow teams down. But ultimately, you know, a huge part of, of us and our um, identity is we really try and play to our strengths and what makes us special. And so whoever that – means that we're matching up, you know, from the Dream Team to the Cyclones tonight to whoever. Um, we're really just focused on doing what makes us important, which is playing with pace, playing with space, and shooting open shots. And so I feel like we did a really good job of that tonight. Iowa State, a top-five steals team, a top-five turnover percentage team defensively, and you guys turn it over only 11 times. That's a team forcing 19 turnovers a game. So 11's an outstanding number, and as good as the 11 is the 21 assists on 27 makes. This was BYU basketball against a team that takes it away or takes opposing team styles away a lot of times. Excellent effort tonight that way. Yeah, I thought we really did a great job getting out in transition, and that freed us up a lot. Um, we've had a rougher time the last couple games getting out, and so coaches made an emphasis of catching the ball up the boards and really getting out and and we shot open shots like every, no, there was no hesitation for guys tonight and i feel like that really freed the game up for us so iowa state's got a, a player on the jazz in uh, tail and horton tucker uh, the pacers have a former cyclone on their team uh in tyrese halliburton and the pacers played the jazz last night i'm not sure if tht was here but we know tyrese halliburton was here because he was on the tv tonight and i showed you that clip a second ago and you said that's pretty cool because he's one of the guys you look up to yeah, no. As a player. What he's doing right now is really special. Uh, Keegan, our statistician guy, he sends over a lot of film to me, and that's one of the dudes that I've been watching. Um, just the way he manipulates defenses, and he plays with a lot of pace, and that's something I try to do myself. And so to have him in the gym um, and to be able to show out like we did, it's really fun. You know, Dallin, I watch you out there, and it seems to be that teams really try and be super physical with you a lot of bumping, a lot of reaching, uh, and it would annoy the heck out of me, but you seem <laughs> to kind of absorb it and like it. I mean, is that accurate? I mean, how, how, do you, how do you take that much punishment and go that long? I, I get tired watching you. No, yeah. Um, I like it. You know, that's what I do in the off season. is I spend a lot of time in the weight room to train for these kind of situations. Um, and then, you know, there's this is a really good defensive league, and to me, like, it is a dream come true to play in it because I've always wanted to prove I can play with the best and I've always wanted to prove that BYU can beat the best. And so every night we have that opportunity and I just, you know, relish the chance to go out there with my guys, go to war and for us to prove ourselves. Okay, you've gone through four Big 12 games at this point. How do you describe what it's like to play 40 minutes of Big 12 basketball night in, night out so far? <laughs> uh, man, it's a fight. <clears throat> it's a dog fight for sure. Um, really talented teams, really well-coached teams. And there's just really when you break it down, it's coming to heart. Like it comes down to the guys' hearts every night. And I feel like we did a really go good job battling tonight, but we did it in a smart way. You know, we finally guarded legal. You know, we stayed out of foul trouble for the majority of the first half and some of the second half. 
And that's a big step in the right direction for us because teams are so good, you don't want to give them free baskets at the free throw line. Yeah, when the game really mattered, you guys had the free throw edge in both attempts and makes. It ended up that Iowa State took one more free throw than you, but a lot of those were last couple-minute free throws when the game was already decided. It was an important thing to flip that around tonight that way for you, wasn't it? No, yeah, that was huge for us. Um, it's been a focus, and I thought the guys responded super well tonight, and we had a lot of dudes do some incredible things on the defensive end. I can't give enough credit to our bigs for staying vertical and really challenging their guards to finish on them. And then guys like Noah Waterman, Richie Saunders going in there and grabbing all those boards and getting those hits. They do a lot of unseen dirty work for us. You were an aggressive team going to the rim, and it showed up in the free throw numbers and in the two-point number, but you were still the way you play. This was a 13-for-35 night from the three-point line, and that's who you are. Basically, that, that's a typical BYU night right there, 13-for-35. Right, that's the ideal, getting up that many threes. I know Coach Figure is super happy. I know Coach Pope is super happy. Um, and so, yeah, we're just playing our brand of basketball. Like I said, I feel like transition really opened things up for us. Okay, uh, you opened up 0-2 in league, and now you follow it with, uh, with back-to-back wins, and you're right back in the mix, and you can do some scoreboard watching, and, and already there's only, there's only one team without a league loss because Baylor lost tonight in overtime at K-State. So Texas Tech is the only team without a league loss, and they've got to go to Houston tomorrow night, and so it is night in, night out. Uh, people are beating each other up, and that's what you get in the best basketball conference in the country. We call it that. We see it. Does it feel like that when you're in it? Yeah, you know, it's, it feels awesome to play against the best guys in the in the country. And obviously, it's a really talented league. And so it's super fun. It's a dream come true. Like, that's my dream as a kid is to play against the best and prove that I can beat the best. And now we get to do that here at BYU. You had eight assists tonight, Dallin. That's one off your career high. And uh, when, when you get to five assists or more... BYU's not lost a game this year <laughs> and is 13-1 all-time. It's a pretty good indicator, though. If you're doing your job and that is your job, good things happen for this team. Right, yeah, I really try and uh, take what the game gives me, and tonight I feel like I did a good job of getting some paint touches to make the defense collapse, and our guys were just shooting open shots. They were moving to the right spaces for me, and we're such a deadly three-point shooting team that it's kind of a pick-your-poison type of game. Um, and so... Coach put me in a great position. Um, we ran great stuff, and then our guys obviously are so good off the ball that we made it hard for the Cyclones tonight. How about three for three from three for you, including one that was deep down the barrel where <laughs> I felt, okay, he, he, he's feeling it tonight. <laughs> no, yeah, it was fun to get that going again. Um, there's a couple of us that, you know, had a rougher stretch the last couple games, but we trust in our shots, we trust in our work, and so we knew that it would pay off. Okay, almost 16,000 fans in the building tonight. This place got loud, didn't it, tonight? Yes, it did. It was fun. Shout-out Cougar Nation, man. If you're listening, we appreciate you. Keep coming out. This is a fun league. You don't want to miss this, man. And we appreciate you joining us uh, post-game. Thank you, Dallin. Thank you very much. All appreciate right, you. That is Dallin Hall joining us on Big O Tires Cougar post-game live. Thanks to Dallin, and thanks to... Mark Pope, who will be joining us shortly. We'll come back and hear from uh, T.J. Otzelberger, head coach of the Iowa State Cyclones, as well as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to BYU 87, Iowa State 72 is our final. Mark Pope still to come. And uh, TJ Otzelberger, his com comments postgame just around the corner as well. First up, our Waystar star of the game brought to you by Waystar. Simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com. 
Previous career high was 22. Spencer Johnson goes for 28 tonight on 10 of 16 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, 9 rebounds, 2 off a career high, and 5 assists as well for Spencer. What a night uh, on a night where Trevor Nell was not available, and Spencer picked up some slack with 28. He really did. He had a couple steals as well. You know, he's always a great defender, but really I think realized that you know, with Trevin out that he needed to be more aggressive offensively and he was just terrific I mean that w- what a what a solid game an all-around game but man he he stepped up when this team needed it and uh, really helped deliver a big victory all right a few moments ago TJ Otzelberger the head coach of the Iowa State Cyclones met with the media and my appreciation goes out to Matt Biamonte former intern Matt and now with uh, KSL.com, and Matt was in the press room and took care of this recording, and so thanks to Matt and thanks to Coach Otzelberger, his postgame comments right here, right now, after his team falls to BYU 87-72. First of all, all the credit goes to, to you know to Coach Pope, their coaching staff, and their players. They're so well prepared. Uh, they were the more physical team. Uh, everything they did was more physical, and I felt like that set the tone you know, for that second half. Um, they were just a more physically aggressive team. They were on the boards. They did a great job hitting cutters. Uh, they drove the ball with force. So uh, all the all the credit goes to them. They did a great job, and especially in that second half, as you brought up. Coach, you kind of been one of the best defensive teams in the country. Uh, was it? A lack of your defense tonight, or just BYU's offensive system? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say all the credit goes to them tonight. You know, they they did a great job. We we want to try to be the more physical team and dictate things defensively. That didn't happen. Uh, they were able to get it out fast and push the ball in transition. They played with great pace. They shared the ball. Uh, they played for one another. So we do take a lot of pride on the defensive side of the floor, and we've been really good uh, in that area up till tonight. But again. Credit goes to them. They, they did a great job in preparation. They handled it well. How much did it hurt you guys early enough in the second half to have all those quick fouls and, and have trouble getting going shooting-wise? Yeah, I mean, I think both. I mean, we, we had some unnecessary fouls. We fouled in some situations that felt like we need to be more sound and more disciplined than what we were. Uh, that put us in a tough spot. And, again, they were the – physically the the more aggressive team and then you know I feel like they they play with such great rhythm and pace offensively and they they were able to do that all night so they were they dictated things that you know that got the fouls count high that you know the pace of the game everything was just I mean they they played really well what what can you say about Spencer Johnson yeah I mean he was able to do against you guys yeah phenomenal night I mean obviously the first half he was was terrific and then carried it forward again I mean just you know I I think guy like that I mean you know that he's he's capable of those type of nights and um you know they did a great job finding him we didn't we didn't disrupt and do things we needed and obviously had a heck of a night so hats off to him what do you think of the atmosphere here Yeah, no, impressive home environment for sure. Uh, fans with a lot of passion, enthusiasm, and energy that, you know, we hadn't seen an environment quite like that. So, um, you know, we're fortunate to have a, a great home court advantage. And, and again, first time here in a conference game. And, um, you know, we certainly have that here as well. So it's a tough place to play. Any other questions, Coach? 
All right, that's uh, T.J. Otzelberger, head coach of the Iowa State Cyclones. His team falls to BYU 87-72 is our final score. We will continue from courtside as BYU Creamery's Cougar postgame coaches show rolls on. Greg and Mark, and we'll be visiting with the other Mark, Mark Pope, momentarily on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to number 20, BYU defeats number 24, Iowa State. Tonight, your final score is 87-72, to and BYU led for most of this game for uh, in the final tally, 33 of the 40 minutes. Iowa State led for four and a half minutes. Let's get to our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise that one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Then go to econpartners.com. And I'm going to focus back again on Iowa State's defensive numbers coming in and what BYU did tonight against that Iowa State defense. The Cyclones came in averaging 11 steals per game. They had four tonight. They came in averaging 19 turnovers forced per game, and BYU turned it over only 11 times on the night. So if you can do those two things against Iowa State, that's half the battle. And then if you can be a typical three-point team like BYU wants to be, and they were tonight, then that's how you win going away like BYU did tonight. Well, when you play a team that is so good defensively and will play physical like I talked about with Dallin, you need guys who can be physical back and take care of the basketball. And uh, BYU has struggled so far in conference play a little bit with turnovers, but I think they're learning. I think they're learning how they need to play. I think they're learning how they need the, the energy and, and effort it takes in the second half to finish games. They're getting better and better as it goes, and that's a good sign. They're trending in the right direction, and to do that against uh, one of the top defensive teams in the country and make them look silly at times, especially Ali Khalifa, some of his passes, and to score 87 points against mm. that team is just remarkable. That's just a great effort tonight. Again, this is a team averaging only 58 points against, and BYU uh, went nearly 30 points above that tonight. It's just remarkable. <laughs> this is such a good defensive team, and BYU did so well. A season high in points allowed by Iowa State tonight uh, by, by some distance. Uh, back to your keys of the game in pregame you wanted BYU to be at or below 13 turnovers check you wanted BYU to be 35 percent or more uh, percentage wise from the arc and put up at least 33s check and check they were 37 percent and put up 35 threes you wanted 15 offensive rebounds BYU ended up with only 12 but held their own with uh, the Cyclones on the glass out rebounding Iowa State 36 to 34 overall yeah I think that was enough to do it obviously because I picked the keys but then you add in the free throws, which was a really pleasant surprise. There was no chance for Iowa State, and, that, and that's why you have this big, uh, you know, discrepancy in the score. And BYU was really deliberate, and, and I think interesting what Dallin talked about. I mean, this is I'm sure something they discussed and worked on in practice is not is not fouling, not bailing teams out when they get to the rim, not putting them on the free throw line. So they did a better job not fouling, and then they really created some contact on the other end, much more aggressive, getting in the paint. Uh, drawing contact, drawing free throws on their own on side of it. So a really nice job. That shows real progression uh, in, in an area that they've been very weak, and that was a strength tonight. Before BYU emptied the bench late, they really only played seven guys. 
they only had seven guys <laughs> to go with it. And and really, everyone played their part. You know, there have been some nights where, man, you just need a few more guys to come to the party, and they all did tonight. Yeah, you see five uh, players in double figures, so everyone contributing offensively. Everyone played well defensively. We talk about, you know, we had Dallin on. They, it was a real challenge to guard that Iowa State offense. They're so good in that two-point game. In the first half, they got hurt a couple times, but then you saw the great rotations in the second half. Dallin got stepped in coming off the, the perimeter on dribble penetration and, and stepping in and filling on Ali Khalifa's man and getting steals a couple times. The, the, the whole team did a much better job on rotations and, and made it very difficult in the second half for Iowa State to score. And then on the other end, they were just knocking down shots. It was a, a nice, uh, you know, coming together of offense and defense in that second half. Ali, Ali Khalifa played a season-high 28 minutes tonight. Yeah, I think he's really getting in shape. I mean, he's got uh, the kind of the bum knee a little bit, but he's, I think, because he never looked really winded to me. I mean, he had a couple breaks, but he was able to perform at a high level even playing all those minutes. And Ali, in those 28 minutes, ends up with a plus 17, one of a number of BYU players with really nice plus-minus numbers as BYU wins it by a final score of 87-72. to 72. Putting on the headset and joining us post-game on the BYU Creamery Cougar post-game coaches show hey, is brother. the Cougars head coach. Mark Pope with career win number 101 and Marriott Center win number 60 on a night where nearly 16,000 fans were in the building to witness and be a part of Marriott Center magic on a special night for Big 12 home win number one. Coach Pope, congratulations to you and the boys. Thanks. That was fun, huh, guys? We're saying I mean, that a lot these days. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> How much do we love this league? Like This league is just insanity, right? And... Um, and our fans were our fans were a massive factor today actually and and our guys played great super fun like and then we you know we're going on the road to play the number one team in the league uh which is the le- the lowest ranked team in the league right how crazy is this whole thing but uh let's go we'll see what texas tech does tomorrow night because they're at houston which uh, at the start of last week was the only undefeated team in the country before they lose two big 12 games on the road that's the way things go and so texas tech is the only undefeated team in league play right now at three and oh isn't it crazy coach that after a week and a half Everyone's got a loss except one team out of 14. Yeah, and, and, and it's the league's upside down. You know, we, we've talked about that a lot, but Houston, are they still one of, they're one and two right now, right? Yeah. Houston being one and two, you think Houston is the far and away number one team in the country, and then they jump in the league and they're one and two, and, that, and Houston is still probably the best team or one of the best teams in the country. It's just a, this league is awesome, actually, and every single night is um, special, so – and every win is precious no matter where yeah. you get it. But the value of what you did on the weekend was ex- accentuated by the fact that of the seven games Saturday, there was one road winner, and that was you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, <laughs> we all lived it. It's hard to win. I mean, it's hard to win. It's UCF, uh, which, which you didn't, like we talked about, you didn't think was going to be an on-fire venue. But, my gosh, that place was great. And um, I don't know. This is really fun. And then this venue turns out to be on fire for Iowa State tonight. Coach Otzelberger, very complimentary of what happens here in this building. And, uh, and you know, every win is important, but, man, holding home court feels like it's extra special and extra vital in this league, and you got a big one tonight. Well, I love it for our fans because they cut, they turn out, man, and they, they, they just were awesome tonight, and, and they bring so much passion and energy, and, and they're, you know, they're giving up their, their, their evening to come here and support the guys, and it's, I'm telling you, it's really special. And the Rock was on fire tonight. They really helped us from the free throw line tonight. That was, that was terrific, and, 
and uh, I, I'm really glad that we get to send them home with a win tonight. Coach, one of the things I, I'm impressed with is there seems to be some real progression for your guys from game to game in conference. You're kind of figuring out what needs to be done in conference, the kind of effort it takes to finish out games. Do you see that progression? Do you see the positives and trending in the right direction in this league? Yeah, I mean, for the data guys, we have a really nice uh, ball possession graph going where we're, we're actually, um, you know, we've had a very, very consistent uh, out of our four games uh, ball control improvement. Uh, tonight was the best and most important. This is number one, two, or three, depending on how the data fills out tonight. Uh, turnover forcing team in the country, and, and uh, you know, that's been a staple of who they are, and our guys' ball control was the best we've had in the Big 12 uh, season so far with 11 turnovers and I thought our guys were uh, I'm telling you like um, our guys poise and confidence uh, dealing with pressure today was really really special it was really special and I can pick out uh, you know six moments right now um, you know Spence's uh, wide two punch uh, where they bring the monster in his poise uh, Dallas first blitz on the horns twist uh, uh, out top where he skips it and we and he just pivots pivots through the through the double team um, Jack's getting like jumped really hard on Aussie when he was playing the point uh, you know there's just possession after possession where our guys poise in those situations great and then all the Dallin Hall manipulated short roll stuff with Ollie where you didn't only have uh, Dallin moving the pieces right, Ollie making the play. But then you had guys with presence of mind like Noah with that burn cut, that 45 mm -hmm. burn cut that was such a good back-end response to it. Um, our guys' poise was elite against – like, listen – you know, I mean, it's Iowa State, and I mean, I guess every team in our league is so good defensively. But you know, Houston and Iowa State and these teams, you talk about that just turn you over. Our guys managed that really well tonight. Our fans, um, you know, because we had the home court energy, even when we turned it over a couple times, the the the, the energy didn't compound, and and uh, we all worked together to come away with the win. And you turn them over 13 times, you outscore them in points off of turnovers by seven. 11 turnovers is a good number against any Big 12 team, but against this team in particular, they're forcing nine a game yeah. and so 11 is a great number they average I mean one of every four defensive possessions this season they're forcing a turnover and your turnover percentage was 17 percent tonight yeah. that's exceptional yeah. yeah I'm really proud of, I'm proud of all of our guys it didn't come easy and you know listen for the first time we actually got a, a whistle that was it felt a little bit more like in the space where we're comfortable. I don't know how that's going to even out. We're really spending a ton of time now trying to break down the whistle and learn. But uh, there are a couple times where we where we responded really, really aggressively. Jacks a couple times at full court pressure when he kind of went all the way to the rim and ended up earning a foul. That really helped us in situations. If you know, if you don't get the, if you don't earn that whistle, sometimes it goes the other way and 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 the pressure builds. But our guys had a good answer every time. Uh, Ali Khalifa was fun again tonight. He's just. He's just uh, fun to watch what he does, and what what does he, what advantages do you have? What uh, for this team when he's on the floor? What does he bring that kind of makes everybody better? Well, he brings elite level size. You know, he's a nine rebound guy. I think that's as high, right? I don't think he's been a ten, but nine rebound state was massively important for him. You know, at one point, we guys with four, or five, four, maybe three and a half minutes left when they went to a, or, or four and a half minutes left in the game when they went to a really small. They went to all five guards. Twenty-two was playing the five, and so we have Ali out there, and they came out of a thirty-second timeout, and, and I had missed the substitution, and so Ali's out there. So you know, the staff matches up with with ten. <laughs> like, who's one of the elite-level scorers in the yes. league, right? I mean, it's just – and they're like, nope, Ollie's got it. And the fact that you can just – just be like, nope, Ollie's got it. Like, don't overthink it. Ollie will figure it out. He'll take care of it. That's a real luxury to have on a team.
We'll take a break. We'll continue and conclude our comments with Coach Mark Pope. BYU wins 87-72, defeating Iowa State, getting to 2-2 two and two in league. Both teams now 2-2 two and two in league. Closing comments with the coach coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Four ranked versus ranked games in the Big 12 this week, and BYU's involved in two of them. One of them was tonight, uh, number 20 BYU over number 24 Iowa State, 87-72. Coach Mark Pope with us for the uh, last few minutes here on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Coach, you were minus... Uh, about 21 points and eight rebounds a game without Trevin Nell and Fuseni Traore. Uh, you played seven players for most of the game, and pretty much everyone you needed to play well did tonight. How encouraging is it to see again the depth come through at a really important moment and, and kind of not miss a beat in a lot of ways? Yeah, um, it's clearly, you know, we know this league, and, and it's, it's not like you get lucky and you have guys out when you're playing a team that's a little more manageable. There's no manageable teams in this league. And so um, I, I'm really, I'm just so proud of the guys poised tonight. I felt like they played really confident and really poised. Um, and that, you know, it helps when you make shots and guys made shots. And um, But that was that was really special. I also want to give a ton of credit to um, the staff. So, um, you know, Cahill Fennell has been, um, you know, he kind of took over the defensive side of the ball. Uh, he actually won't let me have any input whatsoever on what happens <laughs> on the defensive end anymore. And um, and, and it, it's, it's actually been really beautiful distribution of the burden. Uh, it frees up a lot of intellectual capital for the rest of us, and he's done an excellent job. And then Cody Feger uh, had the, you know, uh, Cody Feger is, is, is kind of running the offensive end of the ball, and he's also taken uh, three or four scouts this year, and this was his scout, so he had the whole game uh, – uh, on his shoulders and I thought um, game plan wise emphasis guys for us this is a one game a one day prep because we don't do Sunday so you know these Tuesday games are just they're one day preps for us all year long and uh, I thought um, Cody did an unbelievable job not just putting together a game plan but also um, distilling it for our guys and helping them understand what they need to do and our guys did an unbelievable job executing everything they were asked to do. Coach a lot of talk about Iowa State how good they are defensively you, you guys are pretty darn Good defensive team as well, especially particularly in the second half. I thought did a great job staying in front of the guys, and and when they did get beat, excellent rotation to get into passing lanes to take away that stuff in the paint that Iowa State lives on. Maybe talk about what Iowa State likes to do and your mm-hmm. approach defensively against those yeah, guys. Yeah, so I, I thought our guys, uh, you know, we, we didn't get crushed in transition, which is a place where they can really excel. Uh, we didn't we didn't get crushed from the free throw line. Um, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a huge difference, right? Uh, so I thought our guys' verticality, our focus on verticality was really good. We managed the short roll for most of the night. You know, their bigs are so effective. Actually, um, it's a little bit reminiscent of Wyoming, believe it or not, where they'll duck you in, they'll take on the down, and they'll just do a one dribble quick uh, pocket pass to the short who's on a full sprint. You saw that happen. It got out of hand just once or twice tonight. Uh, but our guys did a nice job sucking in. What our guys have done is our guys have done a, a great job of – of of trying to make Iowa State beat us in a way that they don't normally win, which they're fully capable of. Uh, but tonight our guys were really locked in, and it was it was really successful. 
Oh, by the way, what's the um, what's the outlook for the guys who were out tonight, uh, Trevin and Foose? Well, I'm hopeful. Um, you know, Foose, we, we, we kind of scratched him early, and then he came to warm-ups, and, like, right before the game, it was kind of like uh, maybe he could go tonight. Yeah, I saw him out there thinking, well, he looks like he's wanting to do something. And I just – I just – it was – I was – you know, I, I just was like, oh, if there's any way I can survive, have a functional group on the floor, um, I'd like to buy him a couple more days and just to make sure he's feeling good. And, um, Trev, we didn't know. You know, we kind of went to shoot around today wondering if um, if Trev would be – you know, we were super concerned. We got great imaging uh, feedback yesterday. Like, like I, I kid you not. Uh, a lot of us were on our knees praying uh, yesterday morning early that we would get good results, and we did. Got really good results for him uh, from a scary situation, and and um, so we'll see. Um, you know, but may, maybe we can have back to Texas Tech. I hope so. I do think it'll be a really fast recovery for him, is my guess. Um, one of the things about that Trevin and I have in common is neither of us is very good athletes, and so injuries don't really slow us down. I'm kidding. <laughs> Trevin and Nell is an extraordinary athlete, but I just wanted to tease him. Yeah, we never did follow up with you last week on. The- the Dawson Baker situation because when we talked yeah. to Baylor I think we were saying yeah it looked like he might have to do something do we have any word on that yeah yet? so Dawson has uh, surgery scheduled and it's a pretty uh, pretty complicated surgery uh, it's it's super unfortunate um, you know he had surgery uh, this summer uh, where we actually um, put in a screw and did the whole thing it had been an injury injury that had kind of getting worse and worse and worse over the, over the previous year and even that didn't get us where we need to go. So um, they're going to do a much more intensive surgery, but uh, something that we have incredible confidence that it's going to get him to health. And um, he's going to be a really special player here, but he's not going to be able to do it this year. And it's unfortunate for us, but but um, it's just is this is you know this is God's will kind of thing. And and um, Dawson will, will learn all the lessons he's supposed to learn. We're going to learn all the lessons we're supposed to learn, and then we'll come out of it better on the other side. And once he's fixed up, he'll he'll be with you for up to two more years, right? Is yeah, it, do which, you have two more years? Yeah, which is how exciting is that? I yeah. mean, come on, that's awesome. What? Dawson Baker healthy for two years? Mm-hmm. Woo-wee. Okay, so you uh, have Texas Tech now in Lubbock on the weekend. They'll be at Houston tomorrow night. You'll be doing some uh, some scouting of that one. Uh, thoughts on the Red Raiders at their place on the weekend, Coach? Um, they, you, know, they, they, you know, they've surprised everybody and are in first place in this league. And that probably should not be a surprise to anybody because of what this league is. Guys, I, I literally walk around all day shaking my head being like, I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> I can't believe we get to be in it. I can't believe how crazy this is. I can't believe how competitive it is. Um, it is like uh, this is like a dream come true, guys, to be able to come fight like this every night. And we're going to lose some games. And we're going to win some games. And like, But every game is going to be an epic like battle. And it just is like – I don't know. This is like nirvana for us as athletes and coaches. It just is like so um, uh, my gratitude is no end for the people in the Big 12 welcoming us in and for Tom's incredible leadership and and, and all the presidents of BYU that have been in this process all the way back from Cease was probably engaged in this a little bit. And and, uh, we're in it now, and we're going to keep getting better. We're going to figure out how to be really competitive in this league, and it's going to be fun for all of us. You've heard the saying, uh, the rising tide lifts all boats. Do you think that applies to BYU in the Big 12 and what it's doing with this program and for this program and how night to night it just – it just gets you on the competitive knife's edge. Yeah, I mean, everyone's <laughs> everyone is leagues on edge right now, right? And it's just, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's not for everybody, but it sure is for us. Mm-hmm. This, this sure is for us. And and like I said, we we know we're getting punched in the face, and we know the whole thing. But like, um, like I said, this is it's a really uh, it's a I I feel really blessed 
on behalf of me and the staff and our players to, to have a chance to do this is is pretty exhilarating and pretty special. Well, you guys are taking your swings and landing some blows, too. It's been a lot of fun. Coach, thanks again. Congrats, and uh, we'll do it again here on the weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, that is Coach Mark Pope, and that will do it for tonight's broadcast. BYU wins by a score of 87-72 over Iowa State at a, uh, a loud and excited Marriott Center. Almost 16,000 fans on hand for this one. Let's thank our crew back at BYU Radio, our control board operators, James Finlayson and Maya Tippetts, our editor, Ethan Arkell, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our scoreboard host, Ben Bagley, our engineer, Barry Squires, our operations folks, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill. Appreciation to BYU Basketball Communications Director, Tyson Jex, and... Uh, we really do uh, appreciate the other side of things as well from Iowa State. Ryan Workman, who's the uh, athletic communications director for men's hoops at Iowa State, got us with their player development director, Eric Crawford, before the game. And so it was great to have him and appreciation to both of the SIDs. And, of course, you heard from Mark Pope and TJ Otzelberger in postgame, Dallin Hall as well. And appreciation goes out to former intern Matt Biamonte of KSL.com for coming in and uh, taking care of that recording with Coach as well, Coach Otzelberger. So for all those folks, that just leaves the guys on the headset here, right? Hey, listen, Greg, that was, uh, you know, we've done a lot of games. That was one of the best games I've seen BYU play. And uh, I thought they, they showed a level of toughness, and we've waited 100 years to get in this league <laughs> to play that kind of game, and they did it tonight. That, that was really cool, and this place was rocking, and the guys stepped up, and they played a heck of a game. And uh, not only does, is BYU lucky to be in the Big 12, they deserve to be in the Big 12, and they belong in the Big 12, and they're a force to be reckoned with in the Big 12. I'm excited uh, to go to Texas Tech. BYU's played two home games. They've played two road games. They're 2-2 two and two in league, and let's go. Off yeah. to Texas Tech on the weekend. We'll be in Lubbock with you. It'll be a 3 o'clock Mountain Time pregame and a 4 o'clock tip for BYU and Texas Tech on Saturday. But between now and then, the Red Raiders will take on Houston tomorrow in Houston. We'll see what happens in that one before we're back with you on the weekend. So for all those folks, and for Mark and me, my name is Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. Utah is a special place. You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Borkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.